Welcome back to another pop-up edition of Double Fries No Slaw. Myself, TJ Pittenger, here with Richie Barnes and Freddie Stevenson. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. Doing good, TJ. Happy to be back for another pop-up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, um, we had mentioned that it had been a little while since we'd done this, and so we figured we'd jump in and have a couple of things to talk to you guys about. If you're watching this and you want to call in real quick, we, we're just on here for about 20 minutes. So it's going to be quick. You only get like a two minute call. This isn't like the big three roll up where you get like a 30 minute call and just hang out all night. But uh, if you want to do that, shoot me a, shoot me a tweet, shoot me a DM or a Facebook message and we'll get you on real quick. Um, appreciate my guy Harlan helping us set this up as always. Double fries. No slaw is brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. I don't have the scrolling thing this week, so let's see if I can do it from memory. 2550. North Monroe, and 1818 West Tennessee, as far as I can remember. Go check out both their locations. I talked with their owner today, and he appreciates the love. Keep tagging us on social media when you go there. Um, appreciate Guthrie's for their support, helping us be able to do some of the things that we are able to do here. Um, we launched a Patreon this week. Richie, you want to take that away, or I can either way. I I've just talked a little bit to start us, but you want to talk about a little bit about the Patreon that we launched this week, Richie? Yeah, man, I, I feel like you're the salesman by trade, but um, I, I can take a swing at it here. I, I'm excited about it. You know, obviously we're we have our show that drops every Monday morning. You can watch us live every Sunday. Uh, we love doing that, and, and that's not going anywhere. That will continue to be a thing for the foreseeable future. But we want to do something extra. You know, um, we've had a lot of good feedback. Uh, we're really excited um, about some of the feedback we've gotten. So we're, we're doing some uh, a Patreon. We're going to have, you know, some special exclusive shows where it's just Patreon members. And a lot of it will be around game day, whether it be a pregame halftime or instant reaction. We're, we're considering all of that. And we're listening to your guys' thoughts on that, which you want to hear more. Um, you know, we can crush game day because they're not going to be on site this year. So we can easily do that. Um, but yeah, man, we're going to have a lot of stuff. These pop-up shows, we're going to have an extra show on Thursdays previewing the games. I don't know if that's going to be Patreon or, or out for anyone, but there will definitely be some game day specific stuff. We're going to have some contest, some, uh, you know, a pick them, uh, guess the score. If you guess the exact score, get a free t-shirt. That's not a bad deal at all. I'm looking forward to it. And even more like with me, Freddie, TJ, we've been throwing back and forth ideas of what can we do with Patreon to give you guys the most benefits possible, because that's what we're here to do. We, we enjoy what we're doing. We're happy to to build a listenership so quickly. I'm surprised by it, but we have a lot of good things coming. Um, you know, one of the things we're doing is game day game day chat, and Freddie will be there for most of the games. And man, he's he's been in the pregame locker room, pregame huddles, kickoff, halftime, and postgame. So, Freddie, what are you excited about, man, with this Patreon? Yeah, I mean, this is just opportunity for fans that listen in to the show. You you hear the show, and you're like, man, I need I need more of that. You get more exclusives, more opportunities to hear from us more often, to interact with us. Um, like the guys said, um, I provide that insight as a player that's been in those locker rooms. So I'm going to be interacting back and forth. Um, we actually have a, a group chat that we started up for the, um, the show that's completely free. But for you fans that decide I need more than that, um, the Patreon's for you. So it's definitely, it's definitely a great opportunity. You should take advantage while you can. I think that's what I'm most excited about is, um, man, I, my wife likes watching football with me. My wife likes hanging out, but she she's not 
I mean, she's not great to talk to with about football, right? So I'm like texting my buddies, and they're all just giving me crap because they're Gator fans or just whatever. So does she listen to cool. this, TJ? No, not at all. all right. <laughs> just so check it. I, I can't say anything. My, my wife listens, so I got to be careful what no, I say. My wife's not as good. She doesn't support me as much as your wife. Likes <laughs> well, you have like 10 podcasts, so. Right, yeah. She she was over that pretty quickly. But, um, but yeah, so that's what I'm most excited about is hanging out with you guys, hanging out with, with different folks, chatting about the game, kind of, a, kind of an exclusive place to, to chat about the game with a former player. Knock on wood, we may have some other former players kind of jumping in there. Had some conversations with some guys. Don't want to don't want to overpromise or underdeliver, but I think that's my my favorite part too is that I can just hang out with you guys during the game as opposed to you know these eighty six kids and it's really only two, but these kids and my wife and all this stuff going on in my house. So should be fun um, for sure. Uh, little Florida State news. What's going on in in Florida State world, Rich? You got a couple of things that have happened over the last four days that have come out. Yeah. Uh, other than TJ will not be blowing up your timeline during games because he'll be in the Discord chat, we do have some Florida State news. Um, the biggest one, I, I don't think it's surprising at all. You know, James Blackman has been named the starting quarterback by Mike Norvell. He came out in his press conference, I believe it was Monday after practice, and it said like three words, and then he's like, oh, yeah, and James Blackman will be our starting quarterback. Again, shouldn't surprise anybody, especially with Chubba Purdy being out um, for the, the – at least the first month of the season with a broken collarbone. But I'm kind of glad he did it now. You know, typically, you know, people have different ideas of what that should look like. Should you wait till just before the game or should you wait till, you know, the week of? I'm glad to announce it. The team knows, the coaches know it. A brand new staff. They didn't have a spring. James Blackman gets all of the first team reps right now. And I think he gives us the best chance to beat Georgia Tech, which should not be a tall task. Georgia Tech's not a good team. I don't think they could prove me wrong. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think, you know, if I had to pick a quarterback to start week one, specifically just for Georgia Tech, I'd probably go with Blackman. So I'm really happy. I'm excited to see the progress made, specifically if he goes out and throws an interception. You know, how's his uh, response? Because if he, if he stays composed, he can be a really good college quarterback. People forget, you know, he has a beautiful deep ball. I think, you know, he, he has his teammates love him. He's got great camaraderie in the locker room. So I'm really excited. Um, Freddie, what let's go to you. Cause I am curious because obviously in 2013, James, Bla- or excuse me, <laughs> Jameis Winston, uh, TJ's boy won the starting job as a redshirt freshman. Um, obviously Blackman's not a redshirt freshman, but there was quote unquote, a QB battle with Coker and, and Jameis. What was the reaction of the locker room when they knew it was Jameis and you see everybody rallying around James Blackman, kind of like they did at that point, because that's who you got to be with. That's you don't have a choice. That might as well support him or get off the bus, right? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you got to ride with your leader. Um, it's big for his confidence, knowing that he has God supporting him. That's a that's a major deal, knowing that the guys are behind him, and then the guy that's been there for a while, knowing that he has experience, it'll be major for us going forward not only for our team, but these guys that are behind them at the quarterback position for their development. So I think it was, it was big. I caught it. I already foresaw it coming. It's just, it doesn't last the whole year. That's our thing. Because like you said, he has all the, the ability, but can he stay composed? Because every game is not going to be a clean game with a clean pocket. So if you can keep his composure, then the future looks bright. Yeah. And I'll just I say, a- if, if he, 
lasts the whole year as a starter, that's a really good sign for Florida State because that means he's playing really well. And Mike Norvell says, I don't need uh, – I'm happy with these young quarterbacks I have, but we don't need them right away. TJ, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I think that we all believed that it was going to be um, Blackman, and I'm, I'm not too shocked by it, especially once Purdy went down. I'm more so have a question for Freddie because I never really believed that – was there a true battle? Can you give the inside info here on this? Was there a true battle between Jamison Coker or was that Jimbo coach speak? Because I, I don't I'm, – I'm not sure that I'm believing that that was a true battle. Listen, people don't – from the outside, they – Coker was balling. Like, um, they both were balling. Like, it was a situation where – Either guy, we could have went in there and won with, but James just had that it factor that not a lot of people have. But as far as making plays in camp, Coker was up there. But um, it was a, it was a close one. I think James edged him out a bit, but he, like I said, he has that it factor that a lot of people don't have as far as that leadership aspect that he brings to the table. And Jimbo knew that it was some things that you can coach up and do them by the book, but Jameis was just a great improviser, and that's one thing that separated him. Yeah, and, and yeah. I'll just say real quick, I listen to Jeff Cameron. I think both of you do too as well. He's phenomenal, and he used to talk to Jimbo a lot off camera, and he even said, you know, Jimbo told him Jacob Coker was the better quarterback in practice that fall camp. I don't know if you agree with that, Freddie, or not, but Jimbo said you know, Jacob was the better quarterback throughout the camp but he knew Jameis had that it factor that you don't see but once in a generation. And both went on to win a national championship. So, I mean, it, Jimbo had a – he had a pretty good selection there. Jimbo certainly had an eye for talent at the quarterback position. And still does. You know, I don't think that's going away anytime soon. Yeah, Jimbo's sure. a quarterback wizard. Um, we have a – we have a caller. We, we said we would do callers. We have – the go. phone lines have not been ringing off the hook by any means. Um but we do have a caller in here. I believe this is James. James, can you hear us? Might be connecting to audio. It says connecting. There we go. But we have our first caller for double first call. No slow. First, Let's go. First show, first caller. If um, his internet works, we'll see. If the internet's good. Um, James, if you can hear us, whenever you can hear us, just speak up and interrupt us. We're going to keep going um, on. Does it still say connecting to audio? I have it hidden on my yeah. side. Um, oh, I can show this on my site. It doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, so another, another thing that came out this week, uh, Georgia Tech game time announced, we haven't really talked about yes. this. It, it yep. hadn't happened. So three thirty um, game time on ABC. Uh, I'm a little, a little bit disappointed by that. Not necessarily super, super upset, but a, a tad bit disappointed that that's not a, uh, a night game. But I mean, three thirty works fine for me. I just don't think there are any other good games on. Um, you know, the they ended up putting Clemson in the night slot, and that's fine. But I'm very happy that it wasn't a noon a noon game. I don't think the three thirty kickoff hurts or helps Florida State. I think a noon could have potentially hurt. Just kind of you come out sleepwalking a noon game. Most people don't come out sleepwalking week one. You know, you, you are typically up for that. So I, I I'm. I'm glad that it's not noon for my sake. What are you guys' thoughts? I'm interested oh, yeah. to hear Freddie's thoughts as a player. Like, what's your thoughts between 12, 3.30, and 8? Because I've always wondered what players think about that. 
Me, um, personally, I hate it. I hate it noon because you <laughs> you wake up and the game's already there. You have you don't have time to do anything. But I hate it eight o'clock too. Like just too much build up before the game. Three mm-hmm. thirty games were always per- perfect for us. Um, you had enough time to get ready for the game. Not too much build up yet, and it still wasn't too too far away. So um, that was the biggest thing. But yeah. I know fans love the eight o'clock games. As fans, I I love watching the eight o'clock games. But as players, I don't know about them, but I hate it. I hate the eight o'clock games. But then after the game, you can do a little bit, but after <laughs> yep. three, after a three o'clock game, you can do a lot more. <laughs> so I, so I can say as a fan, and this might be you know I'm getting up there in age. I'm 32 years old now. Man, three three thirty is my sweet spot because I can sleep in a little bit. If I want to get up early and play golf before the game, I can. But I know that three thirty, I got the game and I'm I'm pumped for it. But eight o'clock, sometimes I just get too drunk for eight o'clock games. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, guys. Like I by halftime, I'm like passing out. I'm like, oh man, I don't know what's going on here. But yeah, three thirty, I love it, and I love it in this spot too because kind of like Freddie mentioned, you don't have you know, 12 plus hours to try and think about what's going to happen in this game, right? You're all set. You know, it's at three 30. So you, you're to the stadium. I'm guessing a little before noon. Um, and then you can kind of just, it's a normal day. The eight o'clock. I, I think that's tough for, for a team, especially a team this young, who's not used to winning. I'm happy with three 30. Cause I think that's a perfect time slot for this game. I was also trying to go and do something on set. So I was really just being selfish. Like I, I wanted to go down to like the beach and then like come back at eight o'clock. Now I got to leave the beach early. Like I just got to go at like 9am to get home in time. But so, yeah, it was mostly just me being selfish, but um, hyperbolic. Noel, is this, is it, is it James? Is it Caleb? I see, I see the audio is now connected. Can you, can you're you on mute James. here with us? Yeah. <laughs> you're still on mute hyperbolic. Asked him to un- Caleb James. You can un- you can unmute, um, and let's chat a little bit. This is our first live show with Collins. In case you were wondering, yeah, if you couldn't tell, said so he's at work, so can't really. Do oh, it. so you're just checking us out. All right, no worries. You're you're <laughs> just checking us out. The whole you're just getting to watch live, which you you can do on Facebook and stuff too. But no worries, man. Appreciate. <laughs> so you so Caleb is a Patreon, one of our higher yeah, level Patreons too. Big bread. Um, so we appreciate him. Go follow him on uh, social media. Here's a shout out, Caleb James Seventeen. Um, if you're on social media, go go check him out. Uh, appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. Um, the other piece of news was that one uh, twenty-seven in the afternoon in Hawaii. So I didn't realize you were out there, man. Um, no, shit. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> That means that game for you is that's six hours, right? Six. So that game for yeah, you is, is at nine thirty in the morning. Um, I'm jealous. Yeah, I would love to wake yeah, up at nine thirty, watch dope, the, and have the rest of the day to myself. Right? Yeah, Richie, go play golf afterwards. But yeah, the other yeah. <laughs> the other piece of news um, that that was kind of being teased, but is official now. Florida State an eleven and a half point favorite. Richie and I are kind of degenerates, so. Freddie, I don't know if you if you gamble. Oh, you gamble too. I've heard you talk about it. I, I see him yeah, on the NBA go. playoffs. No, he, he's let's an NBA go. playoff guy. I, I see that. I, I like that sort of spread. Yeah, I like right. the I like eleven and a half. I think it's 
the reason I like 11 and a half, I don't know if we cover or not. I don't care if we cover or not, but I like the 11 and a half point spread because Vegas is saying there is a massive problem if this team does not win yeah. the game, right? We win by eight, don't cover, fine with that. Win by nine, win by 10, win by 12, I don't care. Win by one, like that's fine. But an 11 and a half point spread is Vegas saying this team should absolutely win. I believe the win probability on an 11 point game is like 90%. So, um, Obviously, anything can happen once two teams step on that field, but I'm I'm pretty happy with that spread. Obviously, Vegas gets more right than they get wrong, and so I kind of took that as a good thing. What do you guys think? Yeah, man, I'm. Uh, I'll be honest. I I thought eleven and a half. I saw. I think it opened eleven. It's at eleven and a half now. I'd like it up to twelve and a half, and potentially up to thirteen and a half. Mm-hmm. I just. I just don't think their offense is going to be able to do much. So it's going to be up to a few things. James Blackman, if he can protect the ball, I think it's a comfortable win. Um, Special teams, obviously the last time we played Georgia Tech, special teams was a massive issue. Uh, We all remember that, you know, the kick six Florida State Georgia Tech edition. But I I just don't think, and I'm a big fan of their coach Collins. I think he's a really good coach. He's in year two, taking over from Paul Johnson's triple option offense. That's a, that's more than a one two year rebuild. That that's a several year rebuild because you don't have the personnel to run a pro style or a spread when the, all you're doing is option. It's and they should be starting a true freshman Florida Florida State commit Jeff Sims, who I really like a lot, and I wish that kid nothing but the best. But that'll be his first game ever. And he's going against a really good defensive line, who I get more and more excited about every update I read. If we don't win this game, that's a problem because you go to a bye week, then you play Miami, you lose that game. You're 0-2 heading into October, and this fan base is not going to be happy, man. So I, I do think we win the game. I think we win it comfortably. We'll get into more next week on Sunday and Thursday's show. But I, I think it's a game Florida State should win. Uh, I feel really good about it. I just think we have better athletes, better talent, and I think coaching will make a big difference this year. Um, Freddie, where are you at with this, man? Um, yeah, as far as the spread, you might have seen me shaking my head a little bit because Vegas keep the spread right where it's at. They do. Um, I, they think do. Gonna, I think we're going to win comfortably, but I just like to watch the games when I'm when I'm putting some money on the line, knowing that I don't have to watch, look over my shoulder. We're going to win comfortably, but I don't need that raising that spread on me. But yeah, I think we win by um my initially I said thirteen, but if things get moving, I can say up to seventeen. But I'm, I'm going to roll with 13. I think we win by at least 13 points this game. We cover. And we get things rolling. I think Blackman has him, has himself a, a great game to start the year off. Um, and we get things rolling. I'm excited about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get your official prediction on uh, the Thursday show. But I agree, man. I, I think this is the perfect game for James Blackman to start at quarterback. Because for G- Georgia Tech, it's a conference game. But they're not a team that you know. They're not a juggernaut. They're not obviously they're not Clemson, but they're not even you know Miami level. They're they're not a good team. So I mean, man, they're the, they're, the, they're the least. Ta- yeah, if we lose this one, they're the least talented team on the raw on the schedule minus Jacksonville State. Would you feel so, worse if we lost to Georgia Tech than you did when we lost to Virginia Tech two years ago? Because I can't imagine feeling much worse than that. Yeah, because they don't run the triple option anymore. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, so yeah no, this would be this would be pretty bad. I mean, I'll say this that my be worse, expectation, right? This would be worse. 
This would be worse game for game. I'll say my expectations yeah. going to that Virginia Tech were so much higher than they are right now. And so, all like, us, I got humbled by yeah. so much more. Whereas I'm just kind of expecting Florida State to, you know, be seven and four would be great, which that's not very good yeah. for Florida State. So, my expectations are – I got lower to fall this time. Last time I had really far to fall. I know we got to get out of here. Um, Frey's got a hard out. Richie's got a um, – uh, something that he's got to get to. I've got a quick caller and we will add Matthew. Matthew, you got your audio connecting. You got 60 seconds though. Once it does connect, uh, whatever so Matthew, you want to talk about. Whatever what's happening about. fellas. What's up? What's going on, Matthew, man, you know, just uh, played a little golf with the five-year-old. What'd you shoot? Day. What'd you shoot? She got, she got a six on the par three, her best score ever. All right. What'd you shoot though? Oh, I I got a four on the on, when I played. All right, all right. I've been working out though. My back hurts. I, I'm not in golf shape. Definitely not. Right. <laughs> What's going on Matthew with you guys? Owns, Matthew owns Bay Cannon Brewery here in Tampa. Oh, nice. Um, so I've talked to you guys about beer. them. We're, we're working on sponsorship. We're working on sponsorship, but TJ's busy. He's doing like 16 podcasts. <laughs> we'll get it done. Nah, he's doing that. <laughs> uh, Matt, what's your record for the Knolls this year? Man, that's that's a great question. Um, I just I just want to believe eight wins is going to happen. Okay. Oh wait, so wait, how many games are we playing? Eleven. Eleven. So. Eleven. Yeah, I think seven's a good number. Eight is. I nice. think. Se- yeah. yeah. Well, but where are the four losses? Clemson, Florida, I guess if you want to count those. Well, I'm playing Florida. Yeah, Clemson, Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, Clemson, Notre Dame. Miami's going to be favored against us. Whether we win or lose, I I don't know. But Miami is going to be the favorite in that game, I would think. And I think we lose a game we probably shouldn't just because this team is still learning to win. I go back to 2012, that NC State game, man. We were were world better than them. But the team wasn't used to winning. And then – at the end of that season, they won the ACC championship. They beat Northern Illinois. I do think that was a springboard to the national title uh, during Freddie's freshman year. So I think that means a lot. They're going to lose yeah. a game they shouldn't, but I do think they might win a game they shouldn't, whether that be Clemson, Notre Dame, Miami, although a lot of people don't think be. Miami is not a game <laughs> we're not supposed to win anymore. Like, well, most guess- people think Florida State should beat Miami this year. I mean, I, I think that's. I mean, I think it's fair, but also I think that a Miami game is a very winnable game too. So yeah, I, I mean, if you if you're if you're convinced they're going to lose three and another one they shouldn't lose, yeah, shoot, man, forget about it. I'm going eight, eight wins. There we go. Hey, I'm going eight, eight wins too. I'm going to eight. eight Freddie are eight. T- hey. No, TJ, TJ, you're at seven. Don't lie. You revised your prediction. <laughs> said I'm picking seven. Me and Freddie had eight. The official um, prediction graphic that Brian made us says eight, so I'm keeping that. If they go eight, I, if they go I got seven, audio I receipts. It. I got receipts. <laughs> I just, I just hope these dudes want to win. I feel like, I mean, at least George against Georgia Tech, I, I, I expect it to be probably kind of ugly, but um, I just am excited to see that defense get after it and um, just play with a little freaking pride. It'd be, uh, it'll be exciting be nice. to watch. It'd be a nice change. Matt, shout out your brewery real quick. We got to get out of here, but shout out, All right. your, shout out what you got going yeah, on. Yeah, everybody in Tampa, Bay Cannon Beer Company on Main Street in West Tampa, full restaurant, lots of good beers. And uh, we're putting together some 
regional and national shipping stuff too. So we can be, we will be able to get that out to everybody else as well. But, uh, well, hopefully we'll talk about that some more later on after, after we get this sponsorship deal together. Let's go. Let's get it. If you're, (laughs) if you're in the Tampa area, breaking news right now, we're working on some things behind (laughs) the scenes. Um, thanks Matt. Thanks for hanging out, bro. Appreciate you fellas. We'll talk to you later. Um, so yeah, so Matt's a good guy. Appreciate him for hanging out for a sec. I know you guys got to get going. Um, and we've been on here for about 25 minutes. So, um, one more time, I want to thank Guthrie's for all that they do for us. 2550 West, I'm sorry, North Monroe, 1818 West Tennessee street. Um, go check out both their locations. Hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com backslash double fries pod. Um, we are really excited to get in there and have those game day chats, have yeah. the um, the pickums, the again the free T shirt. If you pick the score, you you don't even have to pay anything for that. You just pick a score every week and, and you're in. Um, a lot of a lot of cool stuff that that we've got going on over there, and so uh, check that out. We are like nine Facebook likes away from hitting a thousand, which I've been pushing for for. Uh, we started the I Facebook like it, guys. Um, yeah, one month ago today we started the Facebook. I'm sorry, one month and one day ago today, uh, we started it, and we're about to hit a thousand likes. If you're listening to this, Facebook.com double fries pod, Instagram's the same thing, Twitter's the same thing, YouTube's the same thing, Twitch is the same thing. Just go like it all if you're listening. Right at this point in the podcast, we had a little bit of a technical issue. The audio started malfunctioning. Um, just wrapping up, saying that we will see you guys on Sunday. Freddie picked Don't Stop Believing by Journey. And we appreciate you guys' support. Make sure to rate us five stars on iTunes. Follow Double Fries Pod everywhere you can find it. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and more. Appreciate you guys' support. And again, we'll see you on Sunday. Share